Welcome to the Parkers. I'm L. And I'm T. This is the L and T Show. And we call it a work in progress. The reason why we call it a work in progress is we found as couples and people we are forever involving. Hence, a work in progress. This podcast will focus on every topic you can think of. From balancing marriage, kids, and work. And fellas, love life. <laughs> of course he put that in. <laughs> Goals and ambition and always being brutally honest with our fam. Each day we will have a different segment that touches base on some juicy subject. And fellas, we will also have our own panel where guys can talk freely. I mean freely without being judged. Guys, we definitely need this one. Girls, don't worry. Got you covered. We will have our own day of L and the girls. Own day. <laughs> See, guys, they get their own day. We sure do. We also have funny segments we like to call. Got to be more careful. This podcast is to bring us all together as families, encourage and uplift one another, and be an inspiration to one another. And most of all, keeping it 100. LNT begins now. Hi, WP fam. Welcome to the Parkers. It's the LNT show. Oh my goodness, diving right in. Today's subject is going to be quite interesting. We all know that, you know, um, Gary Chapman, which wrote a wonderful book many, many years ago about the five different love languages. Um, we will be talking about the love languages and sort of like what each person has for theirs and what how do couples balance when their love languages are not the same and the compromise, because one can be saying, I know for like me and T, you know, it is different, completely two different ones. And me showing or buying gifts is not his sort of love language, but it is something that is fulfilling for me as far as what I love to do. So how to balance that and to make sure that you are, accommodating both people so that you have that healthy balance all right we're gonna dive right in so my love language um is quality time and gifts i love to um spend quality time that's the best way of me knowing you know it it gives me it gives me a, a sense of you know I feel appreciated the time that you take out of your day to sort of spend with me or to come up to me and say, hey, I got a movie prepared. I like those things. I like for it to be where it is already um, sort of like you've already pre-thought about it. Hey, I got a movie for us to watch tonight. Um, I have this all done for you. Here's something nice that I think you will like. Those are my love language. Unlike with my husband, it is not gifts. Um, his is words of affirmation and physical touch. And so completely different, completely different. And you, and now who's not to say that you don't have, you know, all of those love languages in a relationship where you sort of like all of them. But for most people, the, we were talking about basically like your top two, what you see as being something that, it is something that you need to have in your relationship. My question to you is, what if, what if a person did have all five love languages? Do you think that would be hard to cope with? No, I mean, if if that was the case, it would actually be a wonderful balance because you you're it's basically like the perfect person. You're checkmarking every single thing that 
somebody will want gifts, acts of service, quality time, physical touch. Those are some big shoes to fill. That is, I mean, it is extremely um, big shoes to fill if that is, like, if it's a consistent basis of every single time those are your love languages, like, you're able to do that and 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 be able to commit to that on a daily basis that is like it's like that's that's very commendable i haven't seen that yet there's one hell of a person to <laughs> to to fulfill their dreams and they 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 you know uh <laughs> dreams ain't the right word i got go back and edit that okay that's uh that's one hell of a person to uh to fulfill their needs Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely is something that is, uh, <laughs> I mean, will be a lot. So going right into it, I know like, okay, so, you know, have to go ahead and just go down memory lane like we do on the show where it is um, me and my husband, I used to always, my thing was because I liked gifts, I will always sort of just want to like, oh, my gosh, let me go get this gift or I like this. I'm going to pick this up for him. And not saying that he didn't like it, but we had to find in the relationship that what I thought was showing that I, you know, I loved you or I, you know, I admire you and I love you and these these are the things that I think you should have or I want you to have was not what he sort of identified with. So me, it was more of like at first when I'm like, how could you not feel appreciative? Or when we got into um, an argument one day and he was like, you know, I want, you don't never just come up to me and, you know, come up and give me a hug or you don't never just come up and just, you know, Show me love. I need to be needed, too. And my thing was, I always do for you. If I'm out, I'll give you, you know, i pick you up something. I'm ordering things that I think you like. But learning that in that time when we were having those debates in, in, the, in that argument was something that we sort of identified as we went into this book and was able to read it was the reason why it was not sort of I guess would say beneficial to him or it's something that was fulfilling for him was was gifts was not his love language so it didn't matter how many gifts that I did get or you know what what I thought was just wonderful in his eyes it was just like oh okay thank you I love it but that was not nothing that he identified with affection and love and for me gifts is like oh you you know oh my gosh you, you know, oh, this is so sweet. You love me. And for him, it was just, it's a gift. And so just having to learn that, that, you know, that was something at first, like when we go back and we had, I know, another argument one time. This was many, many years ago. And I had just had the uh, my second child. And um, so... Because she needs it, then that means I need it. And the same thing is for as when it comes to, you know, your husband's and, you know, with you, it's okay, so T needs it, so therefore I need it. So you have to sort of compromise to find a healthy balance, which is still ev evolving all the time of 
you know, I may say quality service is, I mean, qual not quality service, but quality time is, um, <laughs> is something that I need. And you may say, well, I mean, I don't need quality time like that. You know, us sitting or doing something together is quality time. But I may say, hey, I want a couple of hours where we're just sitting together and it's just me and you and we're doing something that I like, which is like watching movies and stuff. And at first I know like funny story is you literally, oh my God, back in the day, I would always pull out a movie and within 10 minutes, no lie, TJ would fall asleep on the movie. It would be like the best thing. Like, oh my gosh, this is a great movie. I've been waiting for this. Or is this great special that came? We tonight we're gonna watch this. Have everything all planned. Literally look over and within ten minutes, dead knocked out, just gone. Now that can go vice versa because it for another person if if they love languages, sets and and they looking forward to having sets and turn around and you sleep. So. I can understand that too, but I w- also want to touch bases on, uh, like we've been married seventeen years, well, fifteen years. We've been together almost eighteen. So, what do you think about uh, love language changes between that period? I think everybody through different phases, your love language will change and evolve, and sometimes you'll go back to what you first started with. Sometimes you'll pick up more of what you needed. I mean, what you need and. It, it can forever change. It's just about the communication barrier for you to um, be able to acknowledge that and to know that with yourself. It also talks about, to me, about knowing who you are. And I feel like until you know who you are, you wouldn't be able to identify um, what love language is really um, good for you and what you actually need because you're still learning yourself. And I think for a lot of young couples out there, is so much not not sort of like picking, oh, okay, this is my love language, so this is what I need. Is I don't think that when you're in a you know, a newer relationship you should do that. I think that you sort of setting yourself up by doing that. I think you need to sort of learn what unless you're just completely you know. But for a lot of individuals they're still learning. For a lot of men, definitely they're always still Absolutely. learning. It's always something that somebody says they want, and when it comes down to it, they really don't want that. But I, I just want to touch bases. How do you feel if it's three or more and, and that person is hard to please? Do you think that love language should be communicated, or should that person, like, like I know most women say, oh, he should figure it out, or he should know me. What do you think as far as what's your output on uh, communicating? Do you think it should be said, or should that man know his wife or know his girl or vice versa. That that woman should know his man and figure it out. Um, I think that, you know, when that comes, I feel like when you've been in a relationship for a while, I do think as women we do want our man to know exactly some certain things that we want. Now, being a mind reader, I know men get upset all the time. Like, I can't read your mind. But <laughs> It's not so much being a mind reader, even though we hint sort of low key won't want that. It's about it is about knowing your spouse. And that's where it really it, it bothers women. It's sort of like, okay, we've been together this long. You don't know. You still trying to figure out, like, oh my gosh, you should know 
that I wanted you to do something for my birthday, even though I told you I didn't want you to do nothing for my birthday. And you should know, like, so it's certain things that, you know, as women, you sort of want your husband to pick up on, and it sort of takes the romance away for a woman when you have to tell them every bit of sort of like holding their hand. You have some women who don't mind. Some women say, you know what, I learned my man. I just realized, look, it's just better for me to do it. Just hand me over the card, and I'm okay with it. Like some women is... I don't need you to surprise me. I don't need you to do these things. I just needed to get done. So if this is the best way of getting done, thank you, sweetheart. Hand me over that card. And that, that, that's from a woman point of view. How do you feel if it was the other way around? From a man point of view, how do you feel when a man feel like, oh, his wife should know, his girlfriend should know that? I mean, does woman have to step up to the plate and say, I got to handle this versus a man? Like, say, for instance, if, if mine's is six, after a while, sits may get bored and played out. Gifts will never get bored. So that's something you got to figure out and, and cope with. So what's your what's your output on, like, minds may be sits and it may be boring to you or it don't got old to you, but gifts never get old. Well, I feel like if you're doing sets the right way, it should never get old to you or never get boring. It's about keeping chemistry alive. And then you do go through your ups and downs where you have like a, a bad year or a bad couple of years because you're going through having kids, you're working, um, you're balancing, you're, you know, keeping your husband and your wife happy. You you know you you're trying to financial issues. Everything can be a benefit. All that puts a, a puts a weight on someone, and that essentially sometimes goes into the bedroom. If you're if you're so consumed with everything else that's in the world, you're raising your kids. You're trying to be the best mom you can be. You're trying to be you know um, working at your your job, trying to make sure that you keep that afloat and you keeping your household together. Sometimes that can sort of make you be exhausted and what um as a man you can be you can work your tail off and still find ways to have energy and and be able to go go all night and say hey yeah i'm i i i'm tired but I'm ready. And as for a woman, and speakingly for me, because some women are not the same. Some women have the same type of energy as um, men, as what we could say men do. But as far as me, I know that sometimes I'm like, I'm exhausted. And every, uh-uh. He knows I'm exhausted. I'm shutting down. My body is shut down. I cannot take no more. It wouldn't even be enjoyable at this point. But like you said, just finding that compromise is for his, um, is for is just knowing that, okay, I know that I was exhausted on um, Monday and Tuesday. And I know that it's just been, it's, it's been tiring, but also having communication with your spouse saying, listen, these are the things that are happening, and these are the things that, you know, I, I, my body is just shutting down. And for me, it that would come into place of that spouse, whoever it is, man or female, alleviating those type of pressures. Like, you know what? I know that it's a need that I need from my wife or my husband. So at this point, I I am going to do some something to, she told me that she stressed, She's told me that, you know, it's a lot that's going on. So when I walk in the door, um, I'm going to make sure that, hey, kids, I need you all to do this for me. I know typically your mom does it, 
but I need you to go ahead and have this clean, this done. I'm going to go ahead and have, you know, I don't know, getting the house clean to have somebody come in. Something that can alleviate the stress. And uh, you hear this a lot. Foreplay starts way before you get to the bedroom. They the talk about right, that. You took the words right out of my mouth. That was, going, that was my next question, Ashley. But go ahead. Yeah, like foreplay takes, um, it, it starts completely, it can start literally a week before, like doing things, oh, okay, you know what, her car is dirty, let me make sure that the car is washed, and let me make sure that her tank is filled up, let me make sure that, you know, oh, you tired, oh, okay, giving a massage without even expecting anything in return that night. Certain things like that, or, or having the kids all in order and say, hey, babe, I got you tonight. Go ahead and just lay and rest. Don't, don't worry about anything. That should make the other spouse um, be so willing and make it interesting for when you do have that um your your you know your little night and your your set should be amazing. It should be good, and so it's about chemistry building, making sure that you have great chemistry with one another and that you're on the same page, so that when you do have that intimate time, it is heightened and it's really you know really good. I agree, and my my next thing is is, is foreplay. Or it's like foreplay. I know a lot of dudes like you had to teach me a lot about romance. Or being romantic, I say. And uh, foreplay, I used to think it was kissing, hugging, and all that. But a man got to understand, it starts way before that. Like you said, it, it can it can start in the morning with a kiss. Bring your girl some coffee. Bring your girl some breakfast. Sending her everyday texts. And I remember for a while, I, I would send you every day a morning, good morning text. And then it was to the point, you was like, man, you just sent it, just sent it. I'm like, no, but you try to build it. Mm -hmm. So that that's a good point that you made about foreplay because that falls into the five love languages. Regardless of which love language you have, I think it's very important that each couple, man or woman, should do that on a regular basis and, and, and communicate. I mean, I know women look at it different, but women don't understand. Like, from my point of view, if you let me know just a little bit of what you like, what you want, I mean, I'm going to take it over the top. That's just me. But some women feel like, hey, you should know me. But they can go back and forth with a man. A man should say, oh, you should know I ain't getting on uh, Friday. I want some Saturday. You see what I'm saying? So it just can play out in any direction. That's why I say it's very important that each couple communicate of what they want. Yeah, I know. It's it, it, it can be sort of like, you know, like what you said, because I know for us, it is completely that me and you, oh, my God, was literally we had our own battles. It This y'all has been a work in progress for many years when it comes to that. Everybody that knows um, me and T know like we have five kids, four boys and um, one girl and being able to um, sort of balance giving each other needs has been I, I could say at least it's been it's a, a little challenge it's yes, been a challenge yes. because for him like I said it's physical touch so if he could every single night if he could he would but now I can say over the years as he learned me and was like you know what it ain't gonna happen might as well let that one go 
let that one go. It has been sort of a compromise. So it's sort of like, you know, where he feels as if, okay, if I can't get it every day, then at least we have a compromise where I should at least get it two to three times out the week. But it's also finding balance of, okay, if I come home from work, I'm working, you know, nine to five, I'm coming home. And in the evening, I have football practice or basketball practice or soccer practice or gymnastics. Sometimes I have two different practices. Um, my daughter being one one place and literally sometimes four different practices in one day. My middle school son having something, my high school son, then my other son having his um, travel football as well and my daughter being somewhere else. So it can be... It can be a bit challenging, and my husband also works as well, but his hours are more later. So you find yourself being at home with the kids, doing homework with the kids, making sure dinner is cooked for the kids. And then by the time he gets home, you don't want to you don't even want to be touched. not alone, all you want is a high. How you doing? And okay, let me go to bed. You are exhausted. So it's about having I feel like each couple having a healthy balance so if you know I have to do all of these things through the week maybe on one of those days you was like you know what which it was something that we sort of start trying to do where it's like okay she you know what she's gonna be super busy so babe I went ahead and cooked dinner for you um earlier before I go to work so the guy so the food is already prepared for when you all get home just go ahead and you know all you got to do is just help fix the plates or whatever, or serve the kids, and, and that'll be it. And it it that, oh, my gosh, believe it or not, that alleviates so much pressure. And so then it's in your head. It's like, okay, I've done this. So tonight <laughs> so tonight should be the night. And then it's still, he's still like. Yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, what, that, that's another thing I want to touch on is, is, is when you say, okay, a man should help take the load or a woman should take that load or help take that load, what happens if that person still doesn't meet up to that what they say, oh, I'm going to do such so if you do this, I'm going to do this. What happens then? Because that, that ain't nothing but a full-blown argument. Yeah, it can be definitely be an argument, but it's just when communication takes place and say, listen, I've done my steps or what else are you needing or is it something that I'm missing and going in with an open mind instead of going in. I know a lot of times we had to learn that with our relationship and we still find ourselves tending to do this sometimes, but going in with a open mind versus going into a debate or an argument. Cause when you go in and you already, your emotions are high, you're sort of frustrated in the inside, it comes off like that. And that's why sometimes they tell you wait before you approach something. Because if you go say, listen, I went ahead and I cooked on Wednesday. I made sure that I helped you out. Now I want something in return. And sometimes it can feel like that for a woman. Like, nigga, I do this all the time. Are you really serious telling me you cook one day? And because you cook one day, I'm supposed to be happy and drop my drawers? It don't work like that. But a, ma a man look at it as if, okay, I did it. You know, that's what you asked for, I did. And if it was vice versa, if it was a woman saying, hey, uh, can you go do this, this, that, and the other, and you do it, or you say, okay, I'm going I'm to get him some, uh, I'm going to have sex with him all weekend long. That next week, that man going to go buy you something. 
it's it's nine out of ten guaranteed he is. So that's how it just it just a different output of a man view and a woman view. And Most of the time, men no 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 no. If you talk to some of the <laughs> women out here, they would tell you no 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 no. They are not getting anything because the same way that you say a woman is sort of like expecting it, it's the same thing that so a lot of men are. It's not like you don't get no cookies with being able to give me um having sex with me. We're in a relationship. So, you know, that is a lot of lot of men's um point of view. Like some men will be like, you know what? I'm satisfied. Yeah, it was good. My baby, I'm finna go pick her up something. And you got some men that's like, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Uh I, I I agree but disagree. I think if if a woman, I think a man just be want to get it off, and I think a woman don't. I think because a man bid for it or asked for it, then it becomes a challenge. I mean, you talking about <laughs> some men five bid, some men ten, but you just a man just want to get that off, and I think a woman don't understand that pressure of just getting that relief off. You got some women that just be like, man, come on, and just get it over with and be done. But you but know, you just have to communicate. In between couples, what work for you, work for you, what what don't, what don't. Yeah, and but then it's the it's the same thing because we've been in a relationship, you know, relationship for a long time, and you, I can say, okay, all right, let's like you said, let's just get it off, and I go ahead and do it, and then you'll be like, uh, well, you didn't make it, it wasn't enjoyable, or you just did. I mean, it's no different than you saying, hey, I want some heels, and I go buy you some 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 payless heels. It's no different. No, no, no. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's no different. It's it's almost about the same thing. It just depends on your love language and your couple's love language. I think you are to both come together, communicate, and satisfy each other, and then you really have no worries. So back to, you know, concluding about the five love languages and how to balance I know we sort of dived into, you know, what me and T experience is, but basically, you know, with communicating with a lot of my friends and, you know, giving advice and being able to sort of like, you know, help individuals in their relationships, I've learned that as women, we can be very complex, but I also learned that men, I know it's a lot, they put on women about complex and they say, oh, men are just very simple. You need to just do A to B to C, and you got it together. But a lot of men are not as simple. Like when you talk, we have, like I'm telling you, the new millennial men, it is a lot of stuff that they want. Like it's a lot of pressure. So they want the whole nine. They want you to, hey, you worked all day. You cook, you were the kids, and they still want you to put on something sexy. Women want the exact same thing. They want they want a man to cook. They want a man to wash their car. They want a man to do the yard. They want a man to clean, bring them food, massages, good sex, buy this, buy that, and do the kids. So, and women, again. isn't that what we supposed <laughs> to have? Because we pushed out those babies, especially the ones who's pushed out those babies. You I know, it's teamwork. It's all about teamwork to me. I mean, I understand you. I mean, you may just go by old fashioned. Uh, thought process. I mean, like you say, new millennium is different. 
Yeah, it's completely different. Like men, like I said, they want the sexy lingerie. They want even on a look, even on the weeknight after you worked nine, ten hours, you dealt with the kids. They still want you to be like, yes, I am here. And some women have that energy, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> and I, I don't have that energy after after dealing with my kids. Oh my gosh, my children dealing with them and my mom, mom this and then. My husband and dealing with, you know, different emotions with being in a leadership role at work and all of these different things. And then just making sure your house is ran right by the end of the night. You should be happy if I'm even able to lay on the side <laughs> and be and 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 do something. Definitely happy, but uh, but T would tell you no. You should be wanting it. You should be you know into it. And but see, I look at it as like early in our relationship, even after one or two children, you you was like that somewhere down the line. I mean, it kind of switched. So that's why I say, as you get older, your love language change. It was times I used to be like, no, I don't want none. And she wanted. Now the table have turned. And I'd be like, dog, boy, I should have kept on that road. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I should have kept on that road, man. But but that that's just life. That's it, it comes with communicating with, with your partner, your spouse, your loved one, whomever. And you just gotta make the best of y'all's situation. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, you gotta make sure that you and your spouse are still on one accord with one another, regardless of the differences. If it's still worth, if it's still worth fighting for, if it's still worth making sure that you're making each other happy, you're gonna have moments in a relationship where one person is feeling unsatisfied or not feeling like their needs are getting met. That's just any relationship. It's human nature. That yeah, it, it's going to happen, but how you are able to get over it and communicate. And that's one thing I did learn more than sets more than any, like anything being able to communicate will help save your marriage because you, you can make that decision. Hey, it is worth sticking it out. I do want to be here or being able to say, Hey, is, you know, I feel like we've grown apart. I feel like, you know, what we once want, the same type of goals that we once wanted for is something that you want something different and I want something different. And knowing that that's okay, you have to be able to know, hey, that's okay. But then at the, on the flip side, the, the, the couples who are managing to make it work and, and knowing, hey, at the end of the deal, you know, like I always say, it's sort of like a business deal. You're going to sometimes fall in and out of of like that, that special place, that love that you have for one another. But being able to say, you know what, this man is who I, I chose to spend my life with. This is the person that I love. He We created these beautiful babies. He still treats me with care. He still loves me. He still adores me. And I want to make sure uh. that we work it. No, uh, we work it out, and that's that's what your mindset has to be, has to because be. you will literally, I'm telling you, check you, out. you you will completely check out if you don't have, if you don't remember the key components, and if each one of you all, you all don't do something to make the person remember um, some things when you're going through some tough times, you have to be able to know, like, okay, we're going through this bad patch. But he's still who he's always been. And if if that is the case, now if someone is changing on you and you can't do anything about it, but you got to communicate about it. And that's why I believe communication is the best 
best thing that you can have in a relationship. And without that, I think most relationships fail if you can't be able to articulate what the other person is trying to convey and being able to be receptive to it. So it has to be a strong one. Also, I remember like early in our in our marriage that you was the one that that kept the marriage together and and, and fought for the marriage. And it's vice versa. I mean, you probably tired of tired of my shit, but now I'm the one. And I I remember a, a story my pops always told me. He was like, um, "Man, you the one got to keep your family together, regardless of what, because at the end of the day, that failed marriage gonna fall on you, you know. And that is always the man that needs to pick it up and pick up the pieces and fix it. I don't care how you gotta fix it. Me personally, my opinion is up to the man. Like you got you got to dig in." You got to dig in. You got to figure out what's wrong, what's going on, why, why she's not happy. And and it's okay for her not to be happy. And I had to understand, like, my wife be like, give me my space. And I be like, why? You know what I mean? We're we supposed to be together. We're supposed to be close together. But I had to learn, man, give her her space. And she'll, she going to come back around. Women just need that space to clear their mind and, and they carry attitudes anyway. So if you give them their space, give them time to, to get their mind right, you know, get the kids, give them a peace of mind, let them go hang out. I promise you, it it'll ease up and it it'll, it'll happen. But you gotta be a strong person in a in a marriage and a relationship, and somebody gotta want it. Yeah, that is definitely true. Somebody has to be willing to fight for, it, and you usually want both. But you gotta also know when one is weak, who's gonna fight for it. And so that's like when we've been those moments where both of us were not, you know, continually working and, and one person sort of, like, checked out, like, where, you know what, I'm, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, this is just too much. You got to have somebody that loves you enough to still want to continue to fight for it, and you got to know it willing in your heart that you you want to fight for it as well, but they're putting up, they're, they got their boxing gloves on for you. And so that has been, you know, a wonderful thing within our relationship is that, when one is lacking, the other one has always stepped up. And so that, you know, and basically what T says, giving space, and that goes vice versa with men too. You know, as women, sometimes we can be all up in there. We, Because we are very, we know when the mood change. We can see when, you know, like, okay, he's not the same. Something's different. You can feel it as a woman. And being able to not be so much, what's wrong, what's wrong, uh, I can see something's wrong with you, but being able to sort of back away from it, you know, you don't do the same things that you do when you were younger because you learn and you grow from your mistakes and learn, hey, the same approach that I did when I was going in the relationship is not the same approach that you do as you mature and you get older. So, you know, what I used to do with T back in the day is like, what's wrong with you? Going back and forth, always asking questions and him like, oh, my God, knowing that, hey, sometimes you got to give that man space as well, too, so he can figure out whatever it is. But still also knowing that you're there for him. So saying, hey, babe, you know, I know something's been going on. You know, but, you know, whenever you're ready, I'm here to talk to about it. Or if you need me, I'm here. And really, honestly, meaning it and, and, and it being genuine. And it believe had, that, me. That, that little part has to be communicated. It, it, that's a must. Because yeah. if not, that person feel unwanted. And then that's when the relationship go left field. Because if, if like, I know I don't took my wife through hell and back. And she stayed down. And, and, I, and I salute her 100%. So I can't do nothing but hold it together now. You know, she did her part for the whole 
I say about 12, 13, 14 years. The last three years or, or the times it be rough, I can't. I don't have a choice but to hold it together because I owe her that. And it, it, it's a partnership. And once people get that and stop, let your ego get in the way or your feelings get in the way, man, I'm telling you, anything can work out. I don't care what, what, what happens. I don't care if somebody done cheated. I don't care if somebody done got the fire. I don't care if somebody is finance problems. If you take your feelings out of it and you know you love that person and y'all both willing to work it out, it's going to work. I don't care if it's one person. If that person worked hard enough, I think it'll work out. Yep, and that's why we always say it's a work in progress. Daily and daily we evolve, and you just have to know and be willing to um, compromise, still love, be strong, have a solid foundation, and be willing to know that we will continue to go through this journey, and it will always be an evolving work in progress. Guys, can't wait to hear from you. Let us know. Give us some feedback on what you feel is to help your relationship and your different love languages and some things you're doing to cope with it. We love to hear from our WP fam. And we're out. It's a work in progress. Got to be more careful. <laughs>